Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Come Follow Me Today, a brief message to help us experience an additional spiritual moment in our otherwise complicated lives. My name is Caleb Sanford, and thank you for joining me as we accept Christ's invitation to follow him today. For those of you new to the show, we're studying the Book of Mormon, another testament of Jesus Christ, loosely following the study curriculum of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And today we're going to be in Ether chapter 12. In the last few episodes, we've discussed the faithful journey of Jared and his family and friends from the Tower of Babel through the wilderness and across the ocean to the Americas. Through faith, preparation, and determination, the Jaredites overcame many challenges and accomplished what the Lord had desired for them and reached the promised land. Well, it's all downhill from there. While the Jaredites prosper for the remainder of Jared's life as they begin to settle the new world, and even for some years under the leadership of his son, eventually corruption, greed, and sin take hold in their society, and the rest of the Book of Ether chronicles the destruction of their people. All very depressing, but we sort of knew this was going to happen based on what King Limhi related to us earlier in the Book of Mormon about how he found the metal plates that this history is recorded on. That's what we're reading now. So, we're not going to spend much time on the downfall of the Jaredites, since we've already spent the last year hearing about the cycles of corruption that plagued the Nephites and Lamanites and eventually led to the destruction of the Nephites. It's basically the same story with the Jaredites. But there is one important lesson from this period that I want to highlight. At the height of the corruption of the Jaredites, when there were political factions warring for power, greed tearing the wealthy and the poor apart, and sin leading to the moral decay of the people— the Lord sends a prophet named Ether to try to bring the children of God back to a state of righteousness. As I was reading this story, the Jaredites reminded me of our own society, where we have intense infighting between our political parties and the resulting contention between followers of those parties, a widening wealth gap in our country that leaves many of God's children hungry at night and even living on the streets, and an ongoing gradual moral decay of our people as things like promiscuity, drugs, and dishonesty become the norm of our country. And of course, God has also called a prophet to try to bring all of us back to Christ, just as he did when he sent the prophet Ether to the Jaredites. So as the Jaredites struggled with all these issues, living in a society that was going downhill fast, Ether teaches the people, quote, Wherefore, whoso believeth in God might with surety hope for a better world. Yea, even a place at the right hand of God, which hope cometh of faith, maketh an anchor to the souls of men, which would make them sure and steadfast, always abounding in good works, being led to glorify God. End quote. Ether is teaching us here that there can be hope for a better world, but that hope comes from you and I. If we have faith in God, that hope will be an anchor to our souls lead us to be better versions of ourselves, always abounding in good works. In other words, the change in our world will come from our individual good works. As we share the good news of the gospel and help bring that hope to others, then our collective good works can create a better world for us and our children. If we have hope for a better world, then we will create that world, starting with our own actions. So how do we overcome our own weaknesses that may be contributing to the challenges facing our society? How do we let our hope make an anchor to our souls and allow us to always abound in good works, being led to glorify God? The Lord taught Moroni, the last of the Nephites and narrator of this story, quote, 
And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men weakness that they may be humble. And my grace is sufficient for all men that humble themselves before me. For if they humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then will I make weak things become strong unto them. End quote. The challenges facing our world are a result of all of our weaknesses. We can't blame our country's problems on just the Democrats or the Republicans or on capitalists or on environmentalists or on those fringe groups that express racist or bigoted views. And as much as some of us may want to, we can't even blame our problems on our president. We're all a part of the problem because of our individual weaknesses. But Heavenly Father has given us those weaknesses that we may be humble. If we can recognize our own weaknesses and bring them to the Lord, then he will make us strong. God will give us the strength to overcome our individual contribution to the challenges of the world and allow us to carry his light to the rest of his children. You and I can be a catalyst to bringing positive change to the world. It starts with you and me. So as you and I strive to accept our Savior Jesus Christ's invitation to follow him today and each day, let's remember to have hope, hope in ourselves and for a better world. Let's recognize our own weaknesses rather than casting blame on others and allow ourselves to be humbled and bring those weaknesses to God so that he can help us overcome them. And let's carry that hope and light of Christ to all those around us. In what Moroni thought would be his last words of counsel to you and I before his death, he writes, quote, And now I would commend you to seek this Jesus of whom the prophets and apostles have written, that the grace of God the Father and also the Lord Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost, may be and abide in you forever. Amen. Thank you for listening today, and I'll see you next time as we begin the final chapters of the Book of Mormon.